0: Teaching of the Suzuki Roshi, Zen mm-hmm. masters, mm. was if you if you want to be a circle, you must first be a square. <laughs> I admire such precision of language. <laughs> I really admire it. Mm, so. To rephrase it, if we want to experience a sense of wholeness, smooth, whole, rounded out, fullness, we have to adopt some rather, you know, firm uh, structures. If you want to experience unconditioned freedom, you have to establish some conditioned limitations, structures. If you want to experience the ease of rest, you have to do some work. But the aim of it is to find rest, the aim of it is to experience wholeness, the aim of conditioned programming, such as on a retreat, is to arrive (coughs) at the unconditioned. So we must adopt certain conditioning structures, certain things such as time and place and so forth, uh, so that we can in fact begin to first of all clear the raggedness and the confusion and the jumpiness of the chitta, or its tendency to slide and crash, its vortexes. If you like our personality patterning. Personality patterning, which can be very do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, gotta do it, got to do it, got to do it, got to do it, got to get it, got to get it, got muscles, don't mind you, That kind of patterning, you know you really got to build in something that says, no! 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 Hold, hold, stay, and stay! the tonality of please stay just please stay a little bit longer structure but also the tonality of this is for your welfare not just this is to do you good no no. (laughs) the tonality of it just what is really soothing and loving and encouraging I know it's difficult but just stay a little bit just another moment just another minute until you get through that state Mm. so a sense of just expanding a little bit of one's uh, one's ability to persist Mm. and slowing it down Mm. tonality so a lot of the structures You know, we have obvious structures, times, place, forms. And then the the subtler structures, uh, which is, say, breathing in and out, walking up and down. Even subtler conditions, which are tonalities of of extending your intent, uh, of gentleness and steadiness and calming and taking your time even subtler qualities such as expanding your your attention from a narrow point to a wide point. Expanding your intention from a gotta do it to a, all the time in the world. Expanding your reference to me, 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 to "what are we, what's good for us. <clears throat> expanding your time from gotta hurry up and get it done to You know, it will finish when it finishes, you know, your agitation will finish when it finishes. Not when you want it to finish. (laughs) Not when you tell it it should have finished by now, after all these years. (laughs) It will finish when it's finished. And no sooner. (laughs) And how does it finish? it finishes through that, those steady gestures of acceptance and kindness, listening, feeling in your body, breathing through it, not wanting to go away, not condemning, not blaming. Yes, it's like this now. We have to be with this now, just yes, a little bit longer. Extend, extend, extend if you extend long enough you eventually find you've eventually forgotten what you were doing it for because it's lost <laughs> but the funny thing is the nature of the jitter. it's funny, something's missing and you start worrying and you go back to it again <laughs> because it feels strange to not have this nagging compulsion in your mind so you go and find one because the jitta gets familiar with that it feels kind of strange it's like nostalgia for suffering <laughs> I feel strange feeling this open and <laughs> I've got to contract around something, so what should I do? I'll get busy doing washing up or I'll, I'll start complaining about that. That's it. I feel comfortable now. <laughs> I'll start worrying that I'm not doing well enough because I'm not feeling stressed. I can't be practicing hard enough because I'm feeling relaxed. That's not proper. No. 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 <laughs> Believe me, <laughs> relaxation is not an easy thing to do. Uh, you know, at this level, without props, you know, <laughs> without something in, you know, to drink or eat or look at, relaxation is not easy. It's it's a very powerful, graduating, progressive doing. You know, you want to rephrase it: letting go is not easy. And that's what it takes. Not to relax by getting out of the patterns, to avoid distraction but to relax by relaxing the patterns, relaxing the structures, relaxing one's inner conditioning, yeah. one's compulsiveness, one's frightenedness, one's short span attention just stretching it, releasing it a little bit. That's skillful relaxation, it takes some work. And This is a an abiding theme. <coughs> so in a structure like the, you know, the five precepts, for example, you can look at those as very clear lines, on fast lines, which they could be defined as that. But they're slightly fuzzy. You know, mm, what does bad speech really mean? Mm, harmful speech. Did I tell you something? Did I offend somebody what, what I said? Was that you can worry about that? So the principle really to get inside the structure, yeah, and say, what's the tonality here I'm trying to resonate with? So we say, we say inside the structure of not taking life, you know, which you think, well I don't know, you know, what about getting infestation of cockroaches or something? What's I to do? You know? Moral, moral quandary But you get inside it and you get the feeling the tonality of harmlessness harm, what does that mean what does that feel like You know, the respect the sensitivity uh, and expanding that intention of course the field work is strangely enough the most intimate feel let me not do harm to myself by blaming myself, attacking myself, complaining about myself, bad-mouthing myself. Uh, you know, and, and people do these things, binge drinking, binge eating, you know, and then feeling guilty and then beating themselves up and then binging again. You know, it's a destructive cycle, addictions. Know, addictions and hating oneself and hating oneself so much you go back to the to the drug or the drink or the food and do some more of it and then get into the same self hatred thing you know? and so think, there's no there's no loving in that is there and just a, this tendency to you know the unlovable and then the hatred of the unlovable and you know, cockroaches, lizards, so forth. Yeah, but what about you? Do you have any internal cockroaches that you don't like? <laughs> you know, some ugly bits, some pieces you're not very proud of, when you're ashamed of. When you're, you know, do you have any bits there? And these are the places where you really start cultivating that. Well, I will not not attack, blame myself, wound myself, distract myself and form these destructive programs, start expanding that intention and see how far it will go. How far, well, it goes as far as it goes. If you get the flavor of it and the feeling of it and the quality of it, just keep resonating with it, sensing it, enjoying it as a lovely light quality it's not intense it's not a law and you keep expanding it letting it expand eventually you know okay spider I don't like you that much but okay (laughs) we've all got to live on this planet (laughs) Uh, you know. well, the problem was you know, you created a shelter <laughs> when you create a shelter what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> Creators are going to come and live in it, aren't they? <laughs> can you bear that? or could you see a monk's way of doing this is you generally create a shelter somewhere and you first of all you, you ask permission of the land is that okay? you know And then you look around, make sure you don't disturb any creatures. Put it far, far away if you can from where they live. You clear around it, uh, and you make it so it's minimal stuff where creatures can can get in or 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 live. It's pretty much just basic shelter. And you make a point of constantly surveying it every day, checking out the rafters and the cracks and the crannies and the shelves, and you keep cleaning it and tidying it and plugging things up and you don't leave water outside because it, insects will lay eggs in it and you get into the quandary of destroying their life so you just don't put open water outside you're very meticulous about that and you train like that and still of course, creatures get, do get destroyed but you've tried you know, you've tried, you've developed an intent that looks around and, and looks at how you can can bring that intent into reality. You know? And the best way of not inviting the wrong intents, so you always try to live as modestly as possible so you don't arouse people's thieving intent, because see just one of these that's all I got <laughs> and you, you know you're dressed in a way whereby you look like a sack of potatoes most of the time so it doesn't attract any, any sexual intent uh, no, this isn't something you have to do but that's, that's the rationale behind it it's just because we're re- realising Yeah, I had to sacrifice something to generate the atmospheres in myself and in others that were most conducive for liberation. And holding on is not. So the least I can hold on to, the better. Very simple. Establish particular structures and conventions that stop you doing that, I can't have exactly the food I want, I haven't got any money in my pocket to buy things that I would like, I just have to, you know, okay, and people offer things, receive it, maybe it's more than I want, but that's, you can always pass it on to somebody else. This is the kind of logic behind renunciation, the structure. simplicity, and virtue. And we come into the structures of meditation, such as sitting, you know. It takes quite a while to be able to expand your awareness through the entire body. Because often it doesn't know where the entire body is. Know, because one hasn't been in the entire body, which generally in her face or in her hands, maybe, you know, those are those active parts, and you say, well, you know, what about the middle of your back? Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Hmm. Hmm. What about, you know, the edge of your thighs? Hmm. Oh yeah, you know, you have to make an effort to go there because your awareness only normally centers in particular areas and remember, check it out for yourself where your awareness goes, your energy goes if you don't know what awareness is, where your energy goes that's where your awareness goes <laughs> yeah. now normally one's energy <coughs> is, is governed by interest So your awareness goes to that, what I'm interested in. And that interest can be flavoured with craving. I want one of those. So the energy rushes out to that. Or alternatively dislike. And I look at that, energy goes into that. So you get these two counter- contradictory currents. Of that which I like and that which I dislike. <coughs> and those powerful triggers. So my awareness tends to fluctuate between like and dislike. Want that? Want, don't want that. And with a bit of figuring, you start the mind starts to figure out what is potentially good. I'll have a look out for one of those. You know, so something's triggered to look out for the... and also what potentially I won't like. I'll look out for that. It could be a sight, it could be a sound, it could be a person, it could be a word, it could be a feeling. So you've got an awareness that's attuned. To like, dislike, pleasure, pain, being attacked or being gratified, that's where your energy goes, that's where your awareness goes, and, <laughs> and none of the none, none of those places are places of release. They're all places of holding on, aren't they? You know, things we like, energy boom, runs into that and gets hold of it. Of course. Things we dislike, energy goes into that and tightens up against it. Of course. Hmm? And then, if nothing is there that I like or dislike at this particular moment, because your awareness, your know, energy has been programmed that way, oh yeah, like a fancy one of those. It, You start creating them (laughs) because it doesn't know what else to do. It's so programmed into liking and disliking. Oh, yeah, fancy one of those. When I get out of here, I'll have a really good whatever it is: sauna, swim, uh, bungee jumping, whatever. (laughs) Television. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, this thing seems lustrous. Beautiful, fantastic, lustrous. You know, I know one monk who just and he said, Just the ability to go and buy an ice cream. You know, buy an ice cream? <laughs> he said, I want to buy an ice cream. It was just the most amazing experience he'd had. Because <laughs> for 17 years he had been able to buy an ice cream. <laughs> and suddenly all this kind of built up fantasy potential <laughs> cathex projects onto this. Rather <laughs> ignoble, <laughs> like an ice cream, <laughs> which an average kid could get. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what? <laughs> and so your mind can build up these tremendous uh, fantasy uh, wishes, just because it doesn't know what else to do apart from going to that which I like and that which I don't like. Yeah. So it fantasises. Fantasize in the past. That great. It was great. really great. It was really great. Was it? Fantasize in the future. That will be great. That will be great. Fantasize around sense objects. One of those would be nice. Fantasize around people. Wow. When I get to meet her again. Wow. When I'm in a man of my dreams or something like that. Um, exactly. Of your dreams but not of reality <laughs> and of course then there's the, the, the negative you know I wonder if somebody's breaking into my house right now you know I left it three days ago somebody might be breaking into my house oh god did I switch the fridge off Oh no did I, did I make sure that the cat was ok I don't know, better phone somebody up, you Kind know, of the mind starts to project into the past with something they get worried about, something tense up about. Or we can revisit some old crimes, that so-and-so, what he did to me five years ago, you know, what a pig, <laughs> and you go back to that, go back to the tribunal, oh, something to dislike. Or 're sharing a room with somebody or sharing the meal table sharing the meal table with somebody he doesn't like me, does he? You see that expression on his face? He definitely doesn't like me. <laughs> I'm not imagining it. he definitely doesn't like me. you see the way he moved that 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 plate across the table? That was definitely an offensive move <laughs> Wow, poor guy's sitting there feeling a bit depressed and pushes pushes his plate in one direction. he finds this is woman looking across him like she wants to kill him <laughs> and he thinks yeah I deserve it because I'm such a hopeless case <laughs> and so on <laughs> and things play out so you know he's saying this is what people do the minds do this because it, and it you know because the awareness and energy have only have been primarily programmed into the desirable or the undesirable What's beyond that? That's the unconditioned, you see. When the mind isn't running towards, tightening around, to hold on to it, isn't pushing away, tightening around to defend itself against something, it just isn't tightening. Now, you may think there's some particular thing you could focus on that would do that. No, it's not a thing. It's an action of the mind to stop tightening around experience, to loosen, open around it, whatever it is. And then, oh, you feel the tremble of liking and the tremble of disliking. You feel those, it just trembles, the waves. If you bear with, you stay with a wave in an open way, the wave will arise, flutter, surge, And dissolve now if you keep throwing more material onto it it won't it's like dropping a pebble into a pond if you just stay with that the ripples rise up and they gradually fade away but if you drop a pebble into a pond it's you know those ripples i don't like ripples so you start throwing pebbles at the ripples to get rid of them (laughs) it gets pretty choppy in there right I don't like the shape of that ripple, I'd like another one. So you keep churning, churning, churning. What's it, what's it, is it possible to just have an unpleasant feeling, a disagreeable feeling, and to widen, soften, open? I am subject to unpleasant feeling. We're all subject to unpleasant feeling. It's part of life. Nothing's going wrong. Relaxing the body. Breathing out, relaxing the time span. Let's not hurry up and get over it. It's, it finishes when it finishes. Can I hold to space? What helps me to hold to space? Presence of the body acting like a hand on the shoulder. Stay, stay grounded. Grounded, stay steady. Stay. I know it's difficult to stay Yeah, just stay a little bit breathing out. Waves. It doesn't mean you have to stay, it means just stay a little bit softer, a little bit, and it pass. It doesn't mean it has to pass, it just means allow, allow, trust. But naturally, we need these kind of training lines in order to allow that expansion beyond these training lines, like just holding the body, using a form, containing boxes. But uh, I've never liked boxes. Well, I have a kind of love-hate relationship with boxes. I like the ability for them to tidy everything up. You put everything in the box, it's nice and tidy. So I put everything in the box so it's nice and tidy. And I'm trying to remember which box that I put that in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, So I've got to open up every box and throw things out till I find the thing I need. The same thing even with a bag. In, but nice and nice pockets on this bag to put things in. Then um, which pocket did I put the clock in? Which pocket did I put the keys in? Where did I put the handkerchief? Which pocket open? Okay, this, this one is some from. Maybe I put it. Well, there's another pocket there. I put it in there. So eventually, I have to just hold the bag and I've to throw everything out of it onto the floor and a mess to find what I need. I don't know how to do boxes because, you know, what you should have is have one pocket. You only put your keys in. One pocket. You only put your clock in. One pocket. You put your pen in. Then you'll be all right. Good. Okay. I'll do that. Now, which pocket did I decide was the clock pocket? (laughs) (laughs) Which was the key? Was it this one or that (laughs) one? How much time do I want to spend (laughs) doing this thing? Because I'm an impatient, (coughs) impetuous character. (laughs) I like to do spontaneous things. I mean like that, because I feel more, ah, this is what I want, I don't want to be dealing with boxes and bags and pockets I want to just do the free open space and romantic things I don't want to do these kind of you know things like that occasionally you know in my life naturally I meet people who have got managerial potential because, <laughs> because I'm such a disaster <laughs> so they create things little boxes with Tupperware boxes with little labels on them <laughs> this is this and this is this yeah. okay I look at that film god right, look at this so controlling you know uh-huh. uh, it works in a way but of course they're busy doing all this boxing with tupperware box with little labels on them you know they get very kind of into that some experience just doesn't fit into boxes I like that bit. I like the chaos. I feel comfortable in it. It's order that does me, frightens me. Because <laughs> we're trapped, imprisoned. Yeah. And I uh, don't, don't really get it. I don't feel it. I remember somebody was arranging a, a trip for me, say, I think in America <coughs> this was. I did a little spreadsheet, you know, of all these dates and venues and email and email addresses and you know june 6th to 17th you'll be there and then you could do this on may 19th to 24th and you could be in washington in in you know april 17th to 23rd and then you could move to this monastery for the 23rd to the 14th to the, to may the 2nd and then there's portland and then sons so and so, and so will meet you there that's her phone number it's got this little line i'm thinking I'm looking at. I feel really nervous. What's happening? And I, I look at it. And I can't get it. All I see is lines, names, squiggles, and numbers. And they say, "What would you like? This one or that one? This choice or that choice? You could be there in May or June. I know." Um, <laughs> The woman's doing her best to make it easy for me I, I can't get it because I don't know what a may is I don't know what that what a number is as a feeling an address what's that I don't get it. Do I want to do it or not want to do it i don't want to do any of it <laughs> <laughs> then I retranslate it into oh that's that place where there's lovely pine trees and there's a long view There's a really nice woman there oh yeah I'll do that <laughs> 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 and there's, there's Gill and so and so and they're such great people oh yeah I'll do that and I was going to translate to something I can get a feeling for then suddenly I come out of the box oh that sounds lovely yeah I'll do that I can actually feel it but I can't actually get this what this spreadsheet means, as an experience. Yeah. I, I, and so I feel this feeling of out of touch, slightly stupid, overwhelmed. And the other person, that's where she feels comfortable. It's nicely laid out, it's clear, knows what she's doing, got the facts at her fingertips. She can operate, That's, that's she can do that really well. And I, I, I'm like a fish on dry land. And you think, well, I think we need each other, actually. <laughs> because, of course, she suffers through all the intense planning. And then, naturally, plans never exactly quite work out. This is late, the plane gets delayed, so-and-so it doesn't turn up, the shift of that. She's trying to make it all work six months in advance. And I don't do that. I'm not saying, I'm not proud of the fact, because it's, you know, on a conventional level, this is what has to happen, but I can't even think of tomorrow, really, what I'm supposed to do. I just, uh, mm-hmm. anything? Feel this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. roughly within these parameters, virtue, morality, loving kindness, that's my terrain, living simply, responding to human beings, compassion for their suffering, trying to offer, that's where I live, I don't do this 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock stuff, <laughs> I don't know what it means really, <laughs> so it's actually there trying to find a reasonable box <laughs> that I can actually manage, you know. I look with a bag and think actually, I'm never really gonna to manage to master this bag. Oh well, it's best not to have a clock I don't know how to have a bag. It's easier <laughs> <better>. <laughs> this is a what ha this is a monk's life, this is what happens. As you begin to, you know. <laughs> Or focus on the quality of intentionality and, and uh, so forth. But then naturally we do need those boxes. Just a convention. But then you try to, the middle ways you try to, you know, form the box, the line, from a place of, okay, This this will help me to stretch a little bit. This will help me to just meet some edges and bear with it and relax through it this will help me to focus more sharply on a particular point that I'm blurred about not very careful about, not really aware of, i bring some attention into that and I'll learn to bring my awareness there rather than I can't be bothered And so, of course, you know, this is essentially working through the mental domain, isn't it? There's pieces we just kind of, yeah, so what? There's pieces we just don't want to notice, there's pieces that are quite plangent and demanding that we need to just step back from, be cool about, not get panicked into solving. Now, what helps with this is is this very body, of course. Mm. Because in a way, your body feels sympathetically all those resonances and energies. And yet the body is not the mind. The physical body. So you get the energetic body, which is this vibrant, which is sympathetic or very much aligned with the mind. And you get the physical body, the meat. muscles, the movements of it, which is not the mind. So just like, but then because the energetic body is also attuned to the physical body, then we're able to come from this, you know, intensified or, you know, conditioned mental states which are agitating our physical energy and just begin to draw the physical energy back to the physical structure. Us, then you've got a way of almost forming what I call a drainage channel from the activated mental-emotional state mm? through the bodily energies, which are also activated, and into the physicality, which is not activated. I mean, it gets activated over time. But it's possible to find. You know, I do feel rather tense around my shoulders around my throat particularly when that memory comes up I feel a bit of a grip here but my legs are okay so why don't I connect this part in my throat down my back and into the legs into the feet oh. lengthening one's attention, widening one's attention you find there's a connection to felt experiences which are not activated, agitated, constricted, tense. And that forms, as you repeatedly do that, sweep through that, these form what I call drainage channels. That is the pressure in the, around your throat begins to abate just because you can feel your legs, your feet, the palms of your hands and you maintain that steady returning and smoothing to the wider body going from the restricted place, staying with it but expanding, like you're stretching your awareness from the energy pattern, Yeah, where your awareness goes, your energy goes so, you've got the compulsive energy, which is, say, tense or stressful or agitated or grumpy. Fine. Right? And then, okay, with that now, how is that in my ribs, abdomen, hips, thighs, feet? Staying with it, but expanding your awareness. Now, you're doing that with energy too. It takes energy to steadily expand, where energy goes, your awareness goes. So, just directing your energy to a wider sphere that you can sense, you can certainly feel your ankles, just about. You form a counter pattern to the constricted pattern, to the agitated pattern or to the depressed pattern, hmm? Hmm? which all have these strong energetic patterns in them. And you form a counterweight, a counter energy, which doesn't negate that experience. It just says, okay, that's that. Stay with it and just keep stretching and extending awareness slowly over the whole physical form into the space around you and breathe out. and do it quite a lot softening, widening, extending The skill of wisdom is to be able to discern, to listen into one's thoughts, memories, images, uh, expressions about yourself, expressions about other people, the mumbling, the chattering, the I am, I'm not, and translate that down into just the raw feeling. Mm. This feeling is a. Would you say that's agreeable or disagreeable? Disagreeable. That train of thought, is that something that uh, is concerned with goodwill? Nope. <laughs> Kindness? Nope. Acceptance? No. What's it concerned with? Getting things done, uh, sorting somebody out, uh, making sure this happens on time? Reasonable? But just go to the tonality of it. It's stressful, it's strident, it's anxious, isn't it? It feels if I don't do it, it's not going to happen. I don't do it, it's not going to happen. I've got to make sure it works, otherwise it's not going to work. Oh. Mm -hmm. Has it been like that a long time? Oh, yeah. It's been like that most of my life. Mm. Yeah, I know what you mean. that's that's what you've been trained in. This is a very independent (laughs) attitude, you know, that we kind of favour to be reliable, strong and so forth. Independent and somehow lonely because of that. And then carrying so much I've got to do it. That's, I feel sad, touched by that, I know what you mean. What would it be like, imagine what it would be like if, you know, others were helping hands. Could you accept that? They won't do it the way I want them to do it. I know, but just to get that off your back realising you're going to die then it will be exactly the way it is not the way you want it to be (laughs) you know and your daughter is not the way you want her to be she'll keep being that way until the day you die right? so wouldn't it be better to die now in your heart and just saying okay that's the way she is <laughs> and so really reasoning and then looking into these very understandable holding on patterns that we have to make your things work this is not a this is not a you know a negative pattern itself it's not like aggression or jealousy but we get these responsibility demons that we still hold on, feeling that we've got to make it all work, yeah. and I would imagine everybody has some of this. What's it like to say, it's never going to work, <laughs> you know, really, exactly the way, and you'll still be holding on until you've got no more juice left. And your life would have been shaped like that. Like a claw. It was something better for you, you know. You didn't have to be a claw; you could be an open hand. Would you like to be there? Hmm? Would you like to be there? No, oh, you can't. Just, well, just for five minutes—not for the, all of your life, forever—but just for half an hour. Could you do that? Just to Give yourself a chance for your chitta to sense that pattern, the opening. Just for half an hour. You don't have to do it the rest of your life. Half an hour. Oh, okay. I'm feeling strange. How do I do it? Well, try to feel your entire body walking along as you're walking along, your entire body being carried by the earth underneath you, space around you opening up. Don't worry about time. So you'll hear a bell ring when it's time to do something else. Just, just do that. It'll probably be uncomfortable (laughs) because if it is built in, I should be, uh, but I don't know. And is this right? I'm supposed to be meditating. Uh, I can't live the rest of my life like this, you know. You can't be a circle. <laughs> you can. but you have to adopt these lines of, of practice you know, that, that both contain you know the outgoing tendencies to do and to make and to fix and to plan, you know, box that contains. You, know, you have to have that square that contains you from your compulsive habits and then within that box you start expanding your intention. Then you become a circle. And fundamentally you begin to realise, you know, sometimes we do have to, you know, hold on. Conventionally speaking, or pick something up, take responsibility for something, do that. You know, get focused on it. That's fine. You yeah. we should be because the tendency just to be totally, well, let go of it all. No, that's not right either. You have to pick things up and focus, and then put it in the right place as good as you can, and then just let it go. Yeah. realising it's likely it's not exactly perfect but that's your best shot <laughs> you know that was your best throw you just did it, now you learn uh oh, too fast too slow, ok, next time release a little softer stay with it a little bit longer so your energy travels with what you've done it's very important you know, in, in any practice where we say, well, I'll do this for 10 minutes or half an hour until the bell rings or something, get, when you get to the end point, you hear the bell ring or it's a stop. Yeah, you stop in a way, but you don't stop in another way. What you do is at that point, when you hear that sound or that time, well, that, that's enough of that, then let go of the focus, but stay with your awareness. Let it expand. You feel the energy there, the energy that's been released. When you finish your meal, you finish your meal, right next. Try to give yourself at least, at least 20 seconds, that's not too much is it? Just to, was that? Let the r- waves of that particular activity fade Get to a, back to a touch into something like a rest state. Now, what's good? Now, what's right? Ground. Okay. Pick the plate up, take it over to where it's going to be washed, put it down. Look around, all that, pick up somebody else's plate, help them out, you know, why not? A bit of generosity. You know, put your chairs away nicely, you know, we're in a situation, support, so you have that opening your awareness and then you look around and, okay, how does this, how does the big thing, how can I just expand my intention into the awareness of the whole form we're in? So, you know, when we leave the meditation hall, for example, I try to instruct this in in, uh, in the monastery. Uh, it's easy for people to get dinner. They poof, enough of that. Dong, pom, poom out of here. <laughs> before you leave look around and see you know, take, your, take your cloth with you and the tissue and take your chanting book out make it look like nobody's been here so you leave with that feeling of not just out the door but I'm tidying I'm cleaning this place of my impact Softly. Rather than, well, when I come back in you know, here, I'm going to need that cloth again, so I'll leave it here. No, you might not come back. You shouldn't think the next thing, because the next thing is unpredictable. Leave, when you leave, you leave. Like, nothing is left. So when you return, you know oh, here again, this is the first time. Yeah, you come in like it's the first time and you check, are you sitting, yeah. sit how's this body? It's so easy for things we do repeatedly, meditations, routines, become habitual And when that happens, the mind begins, oh, this is going to happen next. Yeah, 10 o'clock we do this next. So I'll just leave that there because we're back here at 10. (laughs) It's easier that way, convenient. But there's no next. There's no back. We never go back. We always go forward, if you notice. Time goes one way. So leave when you leave. (laughs) you leave and you look around leave no trace leave nothing that somebody else has to look after tidy up, leave when you leave you leave put it all away relinquish it let it go when you enter first time respect entering Tune in, how is it? First time Where's my centre? First time Where's my body? First time First time you've ever had a body (laughs) Okay Where's the sides of the body? Is there a middle of your back, back of your head, ears, you sure? I had them yesterday, yeah, that well, was yesterday, you sure you still got ears? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I've got ears, what about toes, how many do you have? Just a stump on the edge of your, the end of your leg, or do you have toes? No, I've got toes and check in, like it's the first time. And may this all be well, suffusing it. Like you just opened up a package. Oh, what's in here? And fill it with attention. You expand your intention inside this box of body and expand your intention with a sense of may this be well and all of it present, aware, first time the first time mind is prepared to has to listen deeply the habitual mind doesn't listen to anything but its habits its programs it's got to, it's can't it's oh here we are again That's what it listens to. (laughs) Miserable. (laughs) The pieces that I get stuck in, it listens to. The pieces that I compulsively go to, it listens to. Is there any way out through that? That's what we're trying to get out of. So we have use the box. Use the wide box, the big box. How is it in here? And then within this very limitation of this body, you can experience something that is rather unlimited, the ability for the heart, the awareness to flex and expand and soften, and shift. And, oh, there's a painful bit. Oh, let's listen to that. There's a piece that's kind of disconnected Let's connect it to the rest of the body, even though it's unpleasant. This piece of the body is like the lonely little kid in the corner screaming. (laughs) You know, I want to go, no, 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 Let's connect it to the rest of the crowd. Hey, you're welcome. Come in. Connect that to the whole thing. And then it begins to feel less stressed. begin to release some of your suffering. So these are our training conventions. They're not like, you've got to do this. They're possibilities, invitation for us to realize potential for our heart, for freedom from its constricted habits. Remember, all those repeated thoughts, all those characteristic voices you hear, what are they really trying to say? One thing they're trying to say is, listen to don't believe me. (laughs) Listen so deeply that you hear the underlying fears, sadness, loneliness, craving, whatever it is, you hear that sympathetically. You hear my desire for security sympathetically. You hear my agitated, I've got to make it all work sympathetically you hear my I feel hurt and bruised sympathetically you hear my I want to feel good I want to feel good you hear it sympathetically but don't believe it because the reason why it's here is because you have believed it it doesn't need to be believed it needs to be sympathised with and its felt energy its mood widened into, softened, expanded until it's finished until it's been heard, met and released Hmm. it's possible so let's do some direct practice